0: Welcome to Unraveled Podcast. I'm Bridget. And I'm
1: Mackenzie. This is the place where we unravel all the things on our hearts. Laughter, tears, and real talk are all invited. Here we go. Happy, um, what day is it? I never know what to say and I sound so funny. Exactly. (laughs) We just have applesauce brains, sis. We have a lot going on. You just moved.
0: You're unboxing your house. Um, We have no idea where we're moving.
1: And so, But it's all exciting and it's happening so fast. Like, well, 2022, it literally came so hard, so fast, but so it's hard. And I think the retreat could
0: not have been a better start, if you ask me, to 2022. Oh,
1: no, it was so good. There was so much that happened at this retreat. And we say this every time. Oh. Um, but I just before we talk about anything, God, you are so good, He created. Yeah the most intimate and just beautifully hand-picked Groove. women to come. Yes.
0: I think that like, so people have asked me, and I'm sure they've asked you like, how was it? And it's almost like you can't, I know. You can't even put into words and like, it's definitely not us. It is absolutely God. But one of the craziest things is how each group is perfect for each other. And like, not in a, yes. this is not some made up flowery thing that Ken's and I are saying, like, I'm talking like last group had very similar wounds yes. this group had a very similar charism and mood and vibe and wow. they were, it was just so unique to each group that it
1: almost freaks me out it does because if you left us in charge to pick the people I'd be I'd be too anxious <laughs> <laughs> it would be just the worst group so thank god he picks it so and they come from all over that's yeah. the other amazing thing Yes, all over the place, all different ages and all different walks of life and seasons, for sure. Just crazily, crazy, crazy crazy stuff. And even there's never enough time, B, and I know you feel the same way because I I get home and then I'm like, I didn't talk to her enough. I know. I know. You know, and then you want to reach out to them after the fact and they have all these new friends and these new connections. And then I'm like, all right, that's right. That's what this was for. It's not about you and making sure exactly good to meet everyone they met each other and they got what they needed out of it
0: well i said that we had teams of our lady on sunday and Mm. we go around it's basically a bible study for married couples and in the beginning of the night it's like dinner and then you go around as like couples and you share highs and lows and my high was obviously the retreat and um Mm. and i was telling them one of the reasons why I felt like this was the one of the best retreats for me was because I just made a very intentional decision to like not freak out about details, mm. to like try to be in the back, to like not – like I just was – I felt very much like I want to be in a posture of like chilling and like just watching everything happen and it isn't about me. you know. It's mm-hmm. about like these women like getting filled and – you know, like the Holy Spirit flooding the place. And honestly, it was such a life lesson for me in like everything works itself out. Like you don't have to have this burden on your shoulders of like making sure everything is going to go well. And Mm -hmm. I don't know if that was the same for you, but there was just like a lightness about this
1: one. Yeah. And you could see that in you too, sis. Like you were light and you were receiving, I think as well. Yes. Receiving what people – brought to the table in the most beautiful way because if you look on the outside people probably think well what what Mackenzie and Bridget are on you know on the side probably doing the things behind the scenes and yes that is true but there were so many moments where we were upstairs in our room and being like did you hear this this was so great like did you write this down and the talks were they filled me as if I was on it myself oh my gosh I yes I those talks keep replaying in the best way because as we always say, the graces come days, weeks after, and yeah. when you can finally settle in to that place of rest. And I think we should share some takeaways. But one thing I want to say mm-hmm. before we do is, around the circle at the very end when we do graces received, oh. without a doubt, without question, without like every single person that I had no idea what I was walking into and it changed my life.
0: Everyone. And we don't just say that, like that is literally the God's honest truth that every Mm -hmm. woman in that circle, it was, it was humbling. Like I was sitting there and I was like in tears the entire time hearing these women and just hearing the provision that God had like ready for them at this weekend. And it's Mm -hmm. humbling to know that like, this was just an idea on Ken's and I's heart and we went for it and we had no idea what we were doing with planning. Mm -hmm. And it, the life lesson that it has shown me is like, You have to act upon inspiration. You have to. Mm -hmm. And there's so many inspirations in my life that I have not acted upon. And and this Mm -hmm. retreat has really showed me that like God has huge gifts waiting, not just for you, but
1: like it is going to impact people around you when you say yes. Mm -hmm. Mm, Amen. I know. And the reason you're filled with tears in that moment, because I'm sitting next to you, is because these women are looking at us in the eyes and saying, you too brought me here and we don't know what to say because it isn't us. And I know we say that over and over again, but I'm, yeah. I'm it with like, like arms wide open in faith and trust. Like and it, it is yeah. this to make it. Is anyone going to make it because of the vid going around? Is the yes. weather going to hold up? You name it. The litany,
0: like the travel, it. all of it. And then they get there and it's every fixed. single one. It's a beautiful oasis. Like it's yes. oh gosh. An immediate
1: I, peace washes over us each time, sis. Like right when oh no. we're
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, I share just... some things. I wanna hear what you took away now that we've settled for a few days and got to, oh. to think. Of.
0: I feel like I am still taking so much of it in. Um, mm-hmm. One of my favorite things about this one in particular is a lot of non-Catholics came. And I think that that was something that was very special. It was very unique. And I think that it was very beautiful that they trusted us with the weekend and they were very open. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, there's there's so many layers to the um, – ecumenical relationship between non-Catholics and Catholics. And I think that what this weekend showed me is that um, the baseline is Jesus and that I think that we as Catholics need to do a better job of reaching out to other Christians and in the way that they do very well within mm-hmm. their circles. And um, I think that our, you know, in humbly, I will say, I think our weekends do that. They're very mm-hmm. inviting to the unchurched they're inviting to the questioning their faith or denomination. And they're inviting also to devout Catholics, Catholics who have no question about their faith. And so mm-hmm. that to me is like, I don't know how that's working, but it's working somehow.
1: With a priest even. Like that
0: is yeah. so, oh, wow. Yeah.
1: That's such a good takeaway. What about you? I'm, I'm the same as you. I just, it's still settling in. And I think it does this until like the moment we leave. There's so much to take in. I feel I like the sponges that... God made us to be and then soak it all in and you you did such a good job not only taking notes but also taking notes for you and I about what to improve yeah we're all um especially with these things because we want them to be here forever and we want you know everyone to come and I think always afterwards we just want everyone in our life to experience it. I think that's what I posted on uh, when we, when I shared a photo on Instagram, I said, I just wish everyone I met could come because I know, I know. it's hard to explain. Um, one of the things that I took away most was just our relationship with our own identity. Yeah. Um, because each speaker, which we will talk to this too, I'm sure is that all of them had one through line yes. and it's all added up to the next thing. And the first yeah. speaker, Beth was so perfect for the next one, Jill to, Shaw to Melina and over and over again, you just see the same thing and Michelle bringing it all together with business stuff. And so the thing that was awesome was, I don't know if I even should share too much, but just how important it is to, I guess what Jill spoke about was not let our achievements be everything and yeah. become strongholds and they just become this building of lies. And so Like Oh, her beautiful – what was her – she gave this story about how
0: like um, Jill is very charismatic. She's very like Holy Spirit filled and um, she prayed over like everybody at retreat individually. And she sees like – not to say visions, but like she will get like a picture and in prayer like she'll tell you as she's praying over you like – you know, Jesus gave me this, um, this image for you. Mm-hmm. And the one she had for herself that I thought was so powerful mm-hmm. about the cloak
1: Mm -hmm. that like she
0: was praying through her identity issues of like her identity was her achievements. Like she owns a huge Catholic company. Um, She's also a mom. And she very bluntly talked about how she early on in her motherhood had a struggle with like the identity as a successful woman and as a mother and like having those identities clash. And then she was like, it was something about how like Jesus revealed to her in meditation that like she was wearing this cloak and Jesus would just like gently tell her like, try taking it off. And she would at first be like, no, 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 I can't take this off. You don't understand. And then like every night she would revisit that. And then like slowly, but surely he was like, okay, like, why don't you try now? And like, so she like said like, okay, like I saw myself taking it off and like, it felt scary, but then it started feeling good. And then finally, one day in my prayer, I just didn't have it on anymore. And I thought that was so beautiful.
1: I did too. And yeah, she just speaks so candidly about all of that stuff. Like she talks about deep, deep issues and wounds. Yeah. Yeah. In such a way that that happened to me. I did that. I, I had an addiction. And now this is my season and that is gone and it's okay. And I learned from that. And yeah, this, I just love that she said, pray for what happened at Pentecost to happen to you.
0: Yes.
1: Just like that renewing and um, refining that God wants for each one of us. And she came after Beth and Beth had already spoken about RIM relationship yeah. with God, identity and then our mission. And so I think, especially yeah. as achievers, like, You and I are both that way too, B. And it's it's hard it's hard not to like. I mean, it just relates to everyone. I think motherhood and wifehood and being a woman we want to just achieve it all. I
0: think like another thing that is so beautiful about these weekends is all the women are so different who speak and and somehow like everybody identifies with someone like Beth is a stay at home mom of eight kids. Her husband is like a big time Catholic speaker and she stayed at home. And, and yet like she identified with so many women at the retreat, but then you have like Melina, who's a shop owner who just bought a second store and she's like a hustler to the 10th degree. And like, then there was women who like totally gravitated towards that. And I think it also is this huge, um, like, basically social experiment that we do of, like, (laughs) can you bring women together who are all different? Mm -hmm. And they find friendship and common ground. And somehow that happens every time.
1: Oh, yes. And the most unlikely pair, I would say. Yeah. And I think those small groups, I wish you and I could be a deeper fly on the wall in these things because- I know. The stuff that comes out of these one on ones, these small groups, like we're just lucky that it's happening in our space, but we don't get to know all the intricacies of it and the sharing. And but everyone is so close by the end of it. I think someone was it Michelle. I think she said 24 hours ago, you guys didn't know each other's names and you're all crying and hugging. One another, now. I
0: know. And even um, the physical difference you see of women. Like yeah. we do one day of like a photo shoot, and the photo shoot is not just about getting headshots and fun, candid photos for yourself for social media. What I've come to realize and what I actually noticed in a deeper way at this retreat was the photo shoot is more about you getting comfortable with being seen, like you being comfortable, like getting your name called and it's your turn to be in front of the camera Mm -hmm. and you are valued and you are worth it. And it's, it's worth it to put on a pretty dress and put makeup on and to smile. And I think that the joy that we saw um, on the women's faces, the first day is a very deep dive into wounds and things like that, and and it's a hard day, and and you can tell, you can feel it in the room. And mm-hmm. then the next day, it's like there is such a lightness because mm-hmm. we have a prayer night, we have, you know, all these healing things. And then with the photo shoot, it's like you see the smiling faces, and we can't wait to send the album to all the women, um, and they look different. They literally look like different people. <laughs>
1: I know. Speaking of looking different, I, I wonder if we could throw her under the bus because she's such a light and both of us can speak to this. We had a friend on the last retreat. Um, we never met her before. And she came because another friend dragged her to our retreat. Yes. And I personally – my favorite retreat story. <laughs> I think it goes down in the books. I personally didn't speak to her that much on the first retreat she was a little guarded and um so beautiful so stunning but almost intimidating because she stuck with her group and yeah. she let it be well me like unbeknownst to be and i she signs up for our next retreat mm-hmm. and this woman i walk in the house she grabs my baby and she mm-hmm. is the happiest person i've ever seen and has such joy just like yeah. spelling out of her heart yeah he brought her mother be take yeah. over because this is the part that kills me <sighs> uh-
0: well this is by far the winning story so um well we can just shout her out because I think she would be fine with it um so know. Kat was this um she is uh, she was a medic in afghanistan she came with a group of military spouses on the last trip and it's actually really beautiful the woman who sponsored her spot on the last retreat um, is a gold star spouse her husband died um, from wounds in combat in afghanistan and kat was the medic who prayed over her husband while he was on the surgical table in afghanistan and that is how kat and krista on the last retreat became dear friends and so krista came krista brought cat and cat was very reluctant to come she had no idea what to expect um and she had a very life-changing experience on the on the last one so then she brings her mom and then she pulls us aside the first night and she goes oh, no, no, guys, you don't understand. Like I drove to my mom's house and like she was reluctant to come and we're on shaky ground together and – Um, you know, we're really trying to repair things as many mother-daughter relationships have, by the way. I think lots of us saw what happened between her and her mom and we were moved to tears because in our own stories, there have been times in our own story where we've had some distance with our moms. And so to see her have the bravery to tell her mom, please come to this with me. um, I think the shining moment for me was... We have this powerful prayer night um, where we just get very deep into prayer, lots of people praying over each other. And Ken's and I were in the corner, and Ken's taps me on the shoulder. And I look over, and they're huddled in a corner, holding each other and praying together. Mm -hmm. And it was just this moment. And then one of the other leaders, Shaw, saw it and she ran over because all of us knew how big a deal this was. And she ran over and took the picture of them praying together. Mm. And even the next day, the mom's demeanor changed. Like she looked so light. She looked so happy. And Monday morning, the day after the retreat, Kat sent me all these text messages and they were from her mom. And her mom was like, I can't thank you enough for bringing. So her mom's a devout. Catholic and Kat has struggled with the faith. Um, and she's coming back slowly but surely, but she's you know had her own journey. And um, Kat's mom said, You know, this was one of the most powerful retreats I went to. I can't thank you enough for taking me. Like, I love you so much. And I could tell this was a pivot in their relationship, and 100%. It was healing for me to see because yeah. I think it shows that like nothing is too far gone for God. Like no family relationship or rift is like too hard to repair. And maybe it's because I'm on the coattails of like repairing things with my dad that like those family of origin stories just like break my heart open when I see like two people taking the risk to like repair their relationship. And that was just by far my favorite story
1: oh 100 percent, and just everything that they've been through together as mom and daughter just yeah. reminds us of relationships and how in the piercing that there can still be a cleansing like yeah, yeah. I, we both have been pierced by family members uh, yeah. broken open and and now I can say confidently both of us mm-hmm. where we're right now in our lives yeah um Are detached from the piercing and the pain. Yeah. And and look back on it and remember those times and can still maybe feel the feelings from them. Yeah. But we can love the person and also have a good relationship with the other person. Yes.
0: Which is like reconciliation. Like the more. I dive into like reading about forgiveness and everything. Like forgiveness is like that first step, but then like reconciliation is like the goal. Like if you can ever get to that point of reconciliation with someone, like you both have found healing in the wound. And that is what I feel like we saw with this, this mom-daughter duo. And I just, I think about it and I'm just like moved to tears because i'm like that is why we started these and god mm-hmm. provided so much space for these things that we never could have dreamed to happen for no. these women
1: ever never i know uh, let's see what else could we speak about um the place is so awesome <laughs> like we we had that moment B, you and i looked at each other and we we're like why would we go somewhere oh, else yes when this (laughs) I was gonna talk about that you were oh good and we looked at one another and we were like God wants us here. I can't explain it. Do you think it's yeah. easy to get to Melbourne, Florida? No, it's not. It's like getting to Melbourne, Australia for me,
0: but it is so worth it. every It's time. this beautiful tucked away town. And like, yes, it's a 45 minute like van ride from the airport that we have to shuttle girls and everything. But once they get there, it is just this beautiful oasis that, mm-hmm. you know, Kent and I just looked at each other and we've had offers from other people to, to go to retreat centers that yeah. are Penny. They're just different, but mm-hmm. I think we just looked at each other and we're like, "This is the place. Like, this is the place for us." Mm-hmm. And so for now, we're just gonna keep going back to Florida.
1: We are, and I know a lot of people have been messaging both of us about other places. I won't say where they are, but we just want everyone to experience this, what it is. Yeah, because we can't, we can't recreate it for you via text, via explanation. Or you know, anything like that. And so And yeah. honestly, it would be anyone listening who's like, uh, oh, they could just be like bloviating
0: this, like who knows if this all really happens. I always tell women who message me about it like if anything, just sign up for a vacation weekend. If you think that that's the bare minimum that you're going to get, get sign up with that in mind and get ready to have like your socks blown off because you're going to get much more than a waterfront property. But you will also get that.
1: <laughs> but you also have a little break. And I think a lot of women, I mean, we heard it be like the people that came, they had a hard time coming. Like yeah. I four people I would say in that circle alone but also like on the side would tell us like I mm-hmm. almost didn't come I almost had an excuse not to come and yeah and then they were so glad that they fought that because that's just a normal part of life I think both of us have learned is that the holy spirit is working so hard for you to yeah. make things happen so who's going to work hard as well The evil one.
0: And it's always like clockwork the week, the few days leading up to retreat. We always like, at this point, it's like, okay, we're prepared for it. We we get the messages from girls that are like, I don't know if I can leave my baby. I don't know if I can leave, you know, my job or whatever, whatever. And we're like, nope, like, just come. You need to come. And as soon as they do, it's like, the The devil does not want you to have any sort of breakthrough in your life. So leading up to it, he is going to plant anything he can, you know, in your mind.
1: And although this is like a place for pouring out those dreams and like pulling them out of us and like, you know, finding the thing that maybe we're keeping to ourselves and not sharing. There were a couple women that came really excited about one thing. Yeah. with another, and it's not just about motherhood and stuff like that. But two girls spoke to me about wanting to come to uncover, you know, these passions that they have, and then they left saying, "I I'm reclaiming my motherhood." Yes, homie. Wow. It was it's Catherine, so and Catherine and Caitlin, and both of them said that, and I just thought that was really spectacular too, because there's something so beautiful about just acknowledging where we are, like. God meets us in those places too, you know?
0: Yeah. And there's One nothing time. like diminishing that part of your life is like only going to give you unrest. And and mm-hmm. I've been there before too. And I think that to hear a lot of our speakers talk about this because they have amazing gifts and talents, but they're awesome moms. Um, and I think that the beauty of their example is that none of them have ever compromised their motherhood. We've never picked a speaker who has, you know, picked their career over their kids and sacrificed a nine-hour childcare to go like – Climbed to the top of corporate America, like these are women who have figured out through oh. prayer and yeah, like discernment, like how do I do both and still like really be an awesome mom and an awesome wife? And I think that's why um, the retreat works because there are some women that come and they don't want to work. Like they're just there to like feel good about who they are and that's enough to come. That's all you
1: need. And then there's Melina who is wearing her babies while she's making pottery, throwing pottery yes. and opening two amazing stores. And that is what Bee's talking about, about making it work. She doesn't shove them off to the side. She brings them into her dream because God wants you always say this. Be God wants our children to see our dreams and to see them come true. How are they going to see it come true if you know we don't include them in it? And so I just love. Yeah. That she shows those pictures of her three babies just next to her doing constructions. I love it so like, much. What? And
0: it helps me like all yeah, of these women, so. even the women who didn't speak, like there was one woman who came who works on like a working beef cattle farm with her four kids, her husband. And I stayed up talking to her for like an hour and a half one one night. And I was just like, I'm fascinated by that. Like I can't keep a plant alive, but <laughs> I really like the idea of like being self-sufficient in this crazy yeah. world. And she was like, girl, I couldn't keep a plant alive either. And now I'm like literally feeding my kids the food from our farm. Isn't that the dream? Right. And it's so it's like, it is a mastermind. Yes. And that's why we named it that because it is truly a mastermind. Like the concept of a mastermind that has really grown in popularity the past couple of years is this idea of like getting a beach house, getting a mountain house with like 10, 20 people Um, Ours is a little bit bigger. It's about 30 people, but it's really like talking around the room in community. How do you get through life? How do you get through with your marriage? How do you have a good marriage? Like, what are your tricks? What are your tips? Mm -hmm. And that is what this weekend is about. It's like learning, collective
1: learning from people in the room. Mm -hmm. Yes. How do we thrive? Oh it's so true and these retreats aren't happening right now. They are definitely not happening live. Yeah. They, people are canceling left and right and so yeah. I just want to thank everyone who's listening right now who did come oh. or who wants to come like thank you for taking that leap of faith. You're all healthy, you're all safe and yes. you're all renewed in spirit and I think God blesses that entirely. The 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 leap of faith that everyone took and the speaker's took and absolutely yeah. and if
0: this is something that is on your mind and, and your interest is peaked even a little bit like we just invite you to like pray with it sit with it and um, sign up for our um, email list where if you go to unraveledpodcast.net a pop-up window will come up right when you get on and it will say subscribe to our emails and that's where you're going to get all the updates on future mastermind weekends we have decided to do a virtual this summer um, which is forthcoming. Ken's and I are brainstorming how we're going to make that work and everything. And then we're going to have another in-person in the fall.
1: Yes. We're so excited. We would love to do them every month, but because of the, because of the, just how much it takes out of B&I, like right. truly out of our families too, to sacrifice yeah. us being away. Yeah. It, it really is blood, sweat, and tears in the most like humbling Yes. Yeah. Way, we love every second, but we want it to be lasting and to yes. be powerful and just a smash hit every single time. And so that is why we decided to this year with the um, exciting new version that we're going to do, um, yes. God God willing. So we're excited. Yeah. Definitely more to come on that. Yeah. Oh, so good, Sus. I'm so happy we're back home and safe. I know. I Grace feel so renewed. Like, excited. I mean, of course, life is crazy. And
0: with retreats, sometimes people say there's a low after a retreat. You know, yeah. you're like on the high and then you come back and there's a low. And I really haven't felt a low. I've just mm-hmm. been like on a steady, like, wow, like that just happened again for the third time. And I'm just like still sitting in the awe of it and yes. it
1: has renewed my everyday here. There is a sense of peace that has definitely yeah. walked for my space at home, even in the messy kitchen and the boxes, there's a peace. Yeah. <laughs> it's it off it- of social media but Maybe i'm sure well, a lot of people miss
0: you since you got off social media so give us an update on how is the house what is it looking like these days well,
1: i'm in the garage right now which is my new studio i, nice. wish, I wish my sis was my neighbor so that i she need can, to come i'll make an office out of this because uh, i need her but she'll be here this summer right b exactly um so yeah it's great it's just a lot I mean you just moved too and now I'm questioning why we didn't donate all of our things to a truck and let it all go like you guys did because
0: honestly it was the best thing we ever did it was literally I mean I don't we paid the price of movers so we found these like really sweet, cheap marine movers for our move. I'm not kidding you. Our move was $500. I was like, I I don't know how this is real, but okay.
1: Yeah, we'll take it.
0: And so we had budgeted for much more. So we had a couple hundred dollars left and it was just so much crap that I was like, do people come just take your crap that like you don't want? Sure you enough,
1: go through it's so there hard. is a
0: company for that. Like you could still do it. If you were just like, hey, I want like all of this stuff out of here. Like we didn't need a treadmill anymore. Like we have a Peloton and we're moving it into an apartment. And so we just had like all this random stuff that we're like, we don't want to move this into our apartment.
1: And it's it was a couple place. hundred bucks
0: and they donated it all to Goodwill.
1: Oh, that's so good. I know. I'm so in real time, I am standing in one of our garages and looking at a bunch of things that could be given away. And so I think that would be good. And what a perfect thing for Lent too. I heard like specifically women, obviously going through their house every day of Lent with a trash bag and just going through as a Lenten thing. Yes, every day and filling a trash bag. Oh, I might have to steal that. Can you believe that? But the sad part is, is yes, I can believe that. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that that we have too many things here in America and we could be We so, do. We, we absolutely do. Yeah. You know, John Paul II, our fave, went to a house um, probably 30 years ago and he said, why do these kids have so many toys? This is so awful. He, like, he never spoke ill about anything and he was so disgusted by... Americans wow. and all their stuff, and so might have to take some of that into Lent, which is yeah. coming way faster than we think. So I yeah. know it's right around the corner. I can't either. Okay, sis. Well, what else? Anything else before we say come to our next retreat, you guys? Exactly. Let it sit. Let it fester. We know you're thinking about it.
0: We know <laughs> you're <hear> curious. You. <laughs> so Stay curious because it's a good place to be. And. <laughs> Be open-minded to change and change, changing yourself. And that is what all of these weekends are about. And that that's why Ken's and I started even this podcast because we wanted more. Like we wanted to dig into ourselves. We wanted healing and we wanted to dream together. And I, it's just been so beautiful to see how it has grown. And so, um, yeah, we just invite anyone listening to... Uh, reach out to us if you have any questions.
1: And last thing I'll say that Father Tom, shout out to Father Tom said. Yes. Maybe this can just sit with all of us this week is healed people heal people. Yes. Amen. So I'll be thinking about that. And Absolutely. Anyway, love you guys.
0: Love you, sis. Love Love everyone listening and stay tuned. Hopefully we can come up with some fun Lent stuff for you guys and we will see you next time. Thanks for listening to Unraveled Podcast. To stay a part of the conversation, follow us on Instagram at Unraveled Podcast or on Spotify at The Unraveled Podcast. Thanks for listening.